0: Grace and peace to you church. It is so good to be with you today. So we are continuing in our series with Galatians and last week we started in chapters one and chapter two. Today we're going to continue to dive into chapters three and four, but I just want to make sure that we kind of recap where we've been so that we know where we're kind of headed. So last week, we talked about the freedom that we have in Christ and this good news that Paul is declaring and making sure that he is bringing back to the Galatians. And he's been reminding them of, hey, when I was here, this is how I challenged you guys. This is how I encouraged you guys to move forward. And yet now all of a sudden that I've gone, you've had some other people who've come in and and they've changed things. And that's not the design that we've had. And he's really calling us to this unity into this one family, reminding us that the Jews and the Gentiles in this new kingdom get to reside together and there's not this law that should be separating us. And so we're going to continue here in chapter 3 and I'm going to give you a warning. Paul does not sugarcoat things. And so he really, really, truly just dives in. And so this is gonna be a big one. It's gonna be maybe honestly a little heavy, um, but let's let's go forth with this and see what God has to say through Galatians and through what Paul had to write many, many years ago, but still how relevant it is to us today. Let us pray together real quick. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time together. I thank you for this message. I thank you for the ways in which you've been at work through this book of Galatians, the ways in which you have been at work through Paul's writings that was so many many years ago but yet is so relevant to us today in this present moment and so Lord may our hearts be open to what you have to say may our hearts be open to what you have to encourage us to challenge us with and the ways in which you are continuing to guide us we'll give you the honor and the glory in the name of the Father Son and Holy Spirit so we're gonna start here in the beginning of chapter 3 and like I said Paul does not hold back and so he really dives into um, just really laying it out there to them. So here at the beginning of chapter three, he says, you foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you before your eyes, Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed as crucified. I would like to learn just one thing from you. Did you receive the spirit by the works of the law or by believing what you heard? Are you so foolish after be beginning by means of the spirit? Are you tr- now trying to finish the means by flesh? And so Paul is really challenging us, and I think this is so relevant today because we often, we theoretically understand this freedom that we have in Christ. And there are times that we have these big moments that we lay, we lay life down, we lay down the burdens at the feet of Jesus, and we say, here it is, Lord. And yet, at other times, we, we hang on to things. And then we try to fix it and do it ourselves. I'm totally a fixer. I want to fix the problems and I hate situations that I just have to sit in. There's no fixing. There's no being able to, to do anything that makes things right. Other than just say, Hey, I am here with you. I am present in this moment or the personal things that I've had to go through that That require me to just sit through them. Grief is one of the most difficult things. And I've had to just learn to sit in this space and learn to just be, and not just try and fix it because there's no fixing it. And so we often though, and I know even for myself, we often try and we say, yes, Lord, we're here. We're following you. We want to do these things. And yet we try to fix it ourselves. And Paul's saying, are you foolish? Are you ridiculous? Like, The spirit has been given to you to do this mighty work and you're not allowing this work to happen in your life. You're, you're just going about it yourself and you're trying to bring the flesh back into it. Are you nuts? So I want to talk to you a little bit about the hurts, habits, and hangups in our life. They are the hurts are the things that have happened to us, and they're the things that are painful. And the hangups tend to be the kind of I like to call them negative emotions that happen from the hurts, the sadness, the depression, the anger, the grief. Right? Those are the the hangups that can happen. And then habits are the things that we pick up often to deal with the hurt and the hangup that we have in our life. And so. We often um, tend to, I like to use this rock analogy with this. And so often, you know, we have this this hurt that happens in our life. Um, somebody calls us a name or tells us that we're, you know, unworthy. Maybe we had a co-worker who called out something and they were really negative about it. And so we have this hurt that happens in our life. And instead of laying it down at Jesus' feet, we try to fix this and usually by fixing it we just ignore it and so by ignoring it we just carry around this rock we just carry around this hurt with us and so we pick it up and we carry it and we we say it's all fine it's okay i'm all right you know we don't want to deal with it and so we it, they, they, we carry it and then all of a sudden something else happens and maybe this time it's a little bit harder because this one came from our spouse Or a really good friend of ours or we are dealing with teenagers and we've had a teenager who just said you know I don't love you and they're really angry and they slam the door after an argument that you had with them and and we act like it didn't hurt and so we again we ignore it and we carry it now we have these two that we're carrying with us and 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 they just seem to kind of pile up right and and so now at this point I'm carrying these around and and they get kind of cumbersome so we often I like to say, you know, we, we like to just carry them around and I mean, I'm a girl. I don't really like purses, but I deal with it. Um, but they do come in handy when you got stuff to carry. So we just carry them around. And at this point, my bag's not too heavy, right? Um, but that's there. These hurts have been there and, and we haven't acknowledged them. And our past is, is being lugged around with us. And so now that we've had these, these hurts in our life, we often, all of a sudden we, we need to learn how to deal with it. And so, um, we, we don't know, and so we were really angry, and we're really, you know, we're almost depressed at times, and and so now we're just angry all the time it seems, and and we're always frustrated, and we're always just depressed, and and it's difficult, but we just keep saying we're fine, and we don't want to acknowledge it, and we say, Lord, we're going through it, and it's fine. I've got my bag, all is well. I carry it around with me everywhere I go. But it's really beginning to, at this point, it's just kind of heavy. And it's kind of annoying after a while to just keep holding this. And so we've got to figure out and how to deal with it. And in today's culture, we like instant gratification so, so much. We want this instant release of the pain and the anguish and the difficult things. And so... We pick up these annoying habits that allow for us to deal with the things that we're carrying around. These hurts, these, these hang-ups, the depression, the anger, the sadness that we feel. And so all of a sudden, you know, we start we start drinking. And now all of a sudden, what was once just, you know, a, a glass of wine with dinner or something, all of a sudden it's become, you know, a bottle every night or... Um, you know, going out and intentionally drinking and and drinking a half a bottle of liquor all of a sudden, or, or maybe we start turning to our pornography and all of a sudden that's become our, 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 you know, our, our thing that has this instant moment of gratification. And yet there's so much that weighs with those. And so now all of a sudden we, we start carrying around these habits and, and it's just so annoying and we're just so exhausted. And so we just scroll social media endlessly for just hours to get that dopamine hit. We're just, we're wanting this instant gratification. And so now all of a sudden this bag has become heavier. Not only have I picked up this bag, but I'm carrying this bag with me and it's this bag of the past because it was some hurt that happened, some, some hang-up, some, some emotion that we didn't want to deal with, and we're just carrying and lugging this around in our life. And Paul is saying, why are you carrying around your past? Christ set you free, and yet here we are lugging it around with us, and we're saying, I'm totally fine, it's okay, I can do this, it's, it's, it's all right. And that's not what Christ has called us to and we we just want to appear like we're right and we think that if i just keep doing these certain things then this goes away that if i just if i just keep showing up on sunday mornings that at some point this will go away that if i just keep reading scripture this will this will go away That if I just keep whatever it is, right, that all of a sudden this will go away and and sometimes they're good things and sometimes we just get legalistic about religion and, and we're still hanging on to it and we're like, I'm so free, but yet everywhere I go, I have to carry this bag with me. I have to carry it with me. And all of a sudden now I'm sitting at lunch with a friend and I'm like, Hey, can I just sit this down for a second? Like, it's just getting really heavy and, and I have to lug it up the mountain when I go on a hike and I have to take it to work and I have to take it to a date and, and I take it, you know, it sleeps in the bed next to me and it's, it's difficult and it's heavy and it's weighty. And, and Paul is saying, are you foolish for trying to fix this yourself? That's not what the spirit was given to us for. To just sit back and just watch from a distance. And so Paul is saying, you know, we, we need to do something different. Because we often just want to pick up this next thing that we become slaves to. We just want to pick up the next rock and just carry it with us. Later on in chapter 4, Paul says, in, chap- in verse 8, he says, Formally, when you didn't know God, you were slaves to those, those who by nature are not gods. You were slaves to these things. You had to lug it around. You carried it with you everywhere. But he's saying, but now that you know God, or rather that you are known by God. Did you hear that? Now that you are known by God, how is it that you are turning back to those weak and miserable forces? Do you wish to be enslaved by them over and over again? He's asking this just very practical question. Our faith journey isn't just about this one moment in which we lay down our life and say, Lord Jesus, you are king of my life. It is this constant evolving relationship, this constant evolving work that we do. It's this constant journey that we, that we have to be on. And it's this constant letting go of these rocks. It's this constant recognizing that, man, social media has become too much. I need to take a break from it. I need to, to find the good things in life again. I need to, I need to lay this down and say, Lord, I, I need your help. I need the dopamine hit without it being one that just brings on extra comparison and negativity and all the things. And, and Lord, I don't, I don't want my life to be wrapped up in pornography. I don't want my life to be wrapped up in this, this one single image that, that isn't an image of of reality at all. I want to be in right relationship with my spouse. I want to be in this good relationship and a space for a good relationship for my future spouse. Lord, I don't. I don't, I don't want this to be a part of my life, right? And it's this constant letting go of saying, Lord, here are these things. And when, and when the tiny little hurts happen, we acknowledge them and we recognize, Lord, I'm not gonna take on that name this time. I'm not gonna believe when somebody tells me that I'm unworthy because I know that you have told me that I am worthy and Lord, this one hurt, but Lord, will you, will you take this one? Will you, will you deal with it? And we have to be willing to let go of the rocks and we have to be willing to, to lay the rocks down out of our life. And one of the hardest things is, is we have this moment, right, in which we've, we've pulled out the rocks that we've accumulated, the anger and the sadness and the grief and the, and the annoying pieces of life and the hurts that somebody said, and, and we learn to forgive, and we forgive because Christ forgave us, and we do so out of the love that Christ has for us. And so we learn to let them go, but, but the thing is, is we have to be willing to leave them because often what I tend to want to do is I lay them down and I have this really great moment and I, and I finish. And then I'm like, Ooh, just a second. Hold on. Wait a second. Oh, okay. Now that we're finished, I'm going to head out. Okay. And I take the stupid rock with me again and I pick it back up and, and that's, that's the thing. Paul's saying you've picked it all back up. Stop picking it up. You've got to lay it down. You've got to let it go. And he encourages us and he challenges us to say, hey, be in relationship with one another. That we get to, to challenge one another when we're doing this. And we get to be there and encourage one another to, to continue on. Because there's times that it's like, hey, I don't know how else to respond right now. But my, my habits have created this habit that this is what I want to do. And that's not what I need to do. I don't want to just turn to social media in this moment, but I'm feeling really angry. I'm feeling really frustrated or whatever it may be. And so we've gotta got be willing to say, hey, friend, I, I need some help. I need, a, I need to figure out how to get over this. I've, I've laid it at Jesus' feet, but, but it's a habit. And I'm not just going to say that you're going to lay down the rock and you're going to walk away and it's all going to be okay. Because it's, it's not necessarily going to be instant, right? It's, it's a habit. It's something that you have repeated over and over and over again. And now we have to create a new habit in that space. And so we, we want to speak of truth and we want to speak of love and encouragement to one another. And so in this space, that's what I encourage you to do. In this space, I encourage you to be willing to go the hard route. To be willing to talk about the rocks and the the hurts and the habits and the hangups that we have in our lives. So that we together as a community can spur one another on. Can bring truth to it. To say, hey, I know that they said that you aren't great at X, Y, Z and you feel like you are so unworthy, but, but can I tell you that you are, can I tell you that you are so worthy? You are so worthy of love. You are so worthy to be in this space, to be reminded of the things that in the moments that we are struggling ourselves to know. So as we continue through this book of Galatians, um, We've got two more weeks and we are gonna, right, in two weeks, we're gonna gather together as a whole community back at the church. And so I actually wanna challenge you to go find your rock. I don't know what the thing is. You know, I I listed a bunch of examples and sometimes we have a bunch that we need to carry and sometimes we maybe just have a small rock that we've been carrying with us. Some unforgiveness that we've not given somebody some right you know hurt that happened and we're we're not dealing with it and maybe it is a big one maybe it is something that has turned into a festering habit in our life but i encourage you to find a rock in the next couple of weeks we live in arizona there's plenty of rocks around here Most of us seem to have rock front yards, um, or at least backyards, and if you are needing a rock, you are welcome to come join me out here in Peralta Canyon and find a rock, because let me tell you, there's plenty out here. But I encourage you to take some time, just simply find a rock. And I I want you to bring that rock with you to church on the fourth week, as we have just a moment and opportunity to really lay that rock down together as a community. Piling our rocks to say, Lord, these are the things over the last couple of weeks that we are, we are laying down. And I don't want you to carry the rock throughout the next couple of weeks. I genuinely just want you to get a rock to represent what it is that you have been carrying. And I encourage you to lay it down. But we're going to bring them together. We're going to pile them together and say, Lord, these are the rocks that we are leaving behind. Because your Holy Spirit can do so much more work on our life. And so, church, let's let's be that church that's willing to to journey together, to stand together in this. And so, we're gonna dive into some questions, and I encourage you to be authentically real. And I do encourage and want to remind you that in this space, what what is said in this space, let it stay in this space, um, so people feel safe and know that you're not just gonna go and and share that. Oh, did you hear that Betty X Y Z struggles with? Um, but that we can be ones that really wrap our arms around one another and say, Hey, in this space, we are authentic. And in this space, we are truly real. And in this space, you are safe. And so let's be that church. Grace and peace.